Yo, what is going on, guys? This is FBL Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Will. And Oz. And this is the last episode of the season, the postseason episode. Yes. Where we're not really going to talk about much um, details and... Not going to talk about anything, so let's uh, get right into it. Yeah, no strategies, none of that, because, I mean, what's the point? There's no Game Week 39. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at FBL Talk Podcast. Check out our website at FBLTalk.com. Check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Rate, like, review, subscribe. And support us on Patreon and PayPal. So let's briefly, briefly, briefly talk about game week 37, 38. That was probably one of the most disappointing double game weeks I've ever experienced. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, and probably one of the most unpredictable, I guess, end of the season game weeks as well. Yeah. Um, Stoke got relegated, West Brom got relegated, and surprisingly, Southampton didn't, and Swansea got, yeah. Yeah, Swansea got relegated, and I think they really deserved the relegation because they haven't won a game in like four or five games. So, I mean, they were really close to getting relegated last season, and we all wanted them actually to get relegated. But I think we have the Wolves got promoted to the Premier League next season, Cardiff City and Fulham, I think. Well, actually, the last, uh, the top, uh, well, three, four, five, and six. It's uh, championship playoff, so they they have to qualify. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. So it's, it could be Aston Villa, it could be Middlesbrough. Exactly. Man, I don't want to see Middlesbrough again. That was so. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually kind of like to see uh, why either either Fulham, Fulham or Aston Villa. I want to see Aston Villa back. Those those two clubs, especially Aston Villa, have a lot of history. Um, Aston Villa just used to be at the top of the English English league back way back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't. I for a period of time, I didn't really pay attention to Premier League and like. All of a sudden, I come back and I'm like, "Where is Aston Villa?" And I'm just like, "Where? What are all these other clubs?" Like Watford, never heard of them. Bournemouth, I'd never heard of them, and Middlesbrough even. So, the big standouts from previous game week, 37 double game week and, and game week 38, was Arsenal's like smashing defeat of Burnley five nil, and Spurs' victory over Leicester five four. Like, how the fuck does that even happen? It's like nine goals in a game, and I honestly thought. Lester was going to win. They were up like 3-1, and Spurs just brings it back, and Harry Kane scores a bunch. So still couldn't keep up to Mo Salah. Mo Salah scored his last goal. That actually broke the record. I was waiting for that to happen. Yeah, we were waiting for that. For he a had long two time. games with no goals, and I was like, oh, can he even break it? I mean, he easily could have had a hat trick in that game, too. And if you think over the course of the season, like how many chances that he missed, like he could have easily gone on to be like 40 goal in yeah, the season. But if it's that easy, how come no one's ever broken it before that's uh, true even the city players I I'm, mean, ju- I'm just saying with the chance kind of chances that he had like he could have easily surpassed the 30 30 i think it was 32 yeah 32 total. goals yeah, 32 yeah. goals total so, yeah. yeah and i mean I, I feel bad for kane he did get injured for like four game weeks and he really wanted to catch up to salah because i think at some point he was uh he had more goals than salah i think maybe midway through the season but yeah congrats to mo salah got the golden boot and set a record and wofford where he scored four Oh, yeah, that was yeah. when they smashed Watford. That was such a crazy game. No one expected that to happen. And um, our one and only Sully United made the mistake of not captaining Salah, so he lost a shit ton of points there. Yeah, Liverpool ended the season smashing Brighton 4 0. And Newcastle beating Chelsea 3 0. That makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, it was really surprising, especially, you know, Chelsea winning against Liverpool in game week 37. They had so much. Well, barely, though. Like, Chelsea's been escaping with, like, one goal difference. Either tying or like winning. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, they they sort of had the. I, I I thought the momentum sort of pushed towards Chelsea in that uh, game week, and you would have expected, you know, against Newcastle to to pick up a, at least a 
a point or th- you know three points at least give them a fighting chance to qualify for Champions League. But no, fuck I guess at the end of the day, you know Brighton versus Liverpool. I mean they smashed Brighton away. You'd expect them to smash Brighton at home. So yeah, a uh, little hope for uh, Chelsea, but uh, I guess yeah. Conte's going to be sacked, you'd have to say. Dilly ding, dilly dong, come on! Yeah, and standout players the last two game weeks. Robertson from Liverpool, for sure, got a shit ton of points. I think he was at the top of the Dream Team for game week 38. And Aubameyang, game week 37. I'm so mad that I couldn't get him on my team. I just didn't have enough money for it. But, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? I also wanted Arnautovic. He's been doing great. Like, the last five, six game weeks, he's been on great form. And Zaha... They're just too expensive. That's the only like reasoning. I just couldn't bring him in. Lacazette sucks. I mean, I, we haven't. We saw a lot of like we saw a lot from Lacazette when he first came in, and then he just like disappeared. Aubameyang also being there doesn't help him at all. Yeah. So, what was your goal of the game week? It's got to be Noble. He just like volleyed that shit into the net, and and yeah, recently Noble's just had a lot of like good presence on the team, and he's just like contributing to all the victories they've got so, yeah he's he's a real leader in that team i think yeah and he ended the season really well that's his goal of the game week yeah for me it'd have to be you nacho against uh spurs just <laughs> oh that was that was a great long goal. long shot he just dribbled up through midfield and just just so accurate so powerful and just like 90. upper 90 yeah so i mean i guess goal of this season though do you have any goals that you remember i mean it is a shit ton of goals but Mine's got to be, it's got to be a city goal. I don't know which one it is. Probably like one of the De Bruyne kicks or Fernandinho. I don't know, man. Just that Victor Wanyama goal against Liverpool. Oh, I forgot that about that. Rocket. Yeah, I mean, that, that could was, be actually a goal. That goal was amazing to see. I, I and it was off one touch too, right? That ball must have been traveling at least 70 miles an hour. Yeah, and it was, what, a minute after Liverpool scored? And that goal was awesome too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually changed my mind. I don't know. I don't know if I want to pick the city goals. Uh, we'll post it on the website later, but check that out for all the results and uh, yeah, just all the info about the league. So we were gonna take a quick break, but honestly, we just started the show. There's no point in really doing that. We should just get into like how we finished final rank. Yeah. So overall, I uh, finished uh, pretty much top 30k. Around 30k. So much better than me. I mean, I, I ended with a green arrow, but I finished in like top 69k. So it's so far away from top 10K that I wanted, but I got pretty close. I think I got to top 15K, and for some reason, the last five, six game weeks, everyone or the top part of the ladder just like kept going up and up. Yeah, I, I decided to bring sort of risky picks, and I also made a couple of fits. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I was kind of trying to bank on either getting into, getting into top 10K or if not, then... You, know, you were ha- getting pretty close to it. Yeah, I was, I was pretty close, and I felt like if I really wanted to get in, I'd had to make some risky bets, and unfortunately, they didn't, they didn't pay off to me, as we'll talk about later in the podcast. Yeah, so that's like us in terms of um, global rank. But in terms of FPL player achievements, I think top three goal scorers, as we said, are Mo Salah with 32, and then Harry Kane with 30, and then all the way behind him is Aguero with like 21. So I think if Aguero didn't get injured so much, like he had that car accident, like with his ribs, and then all of a sudden, like he didn't March, get benched. <laughs> yeah, and he was just like out. He was supposed to come back in April, but I think he, they just like let him like fully recover for the rest of the season. And Jesus did a really good job replacing him. Yeah, I th- I think uh, Pep actually prefers Jesus over Aguero just because 
I think he gets more work off the ball with Jesus as yeah. opposed to Aguero, yeah. where, where Aguero is pretty much more of a pure striker. He kind of relies. Yeah, he's on like his receiving yeah. it. It's like, kind of like a Harry Kane. Yeah. Right. yeah. But uh, yeah, I think uh, both strikers having both strikers really just phenomenal return for Aguero as well. Just having probably half the time as Salah and and Kane and still able to get 20, 21 goals. I mean, that's amazing return. Yeah, City just like went crazy with goals. I mean, their their total goals this season, I think their goal difference was like 80-something plus, which is insane because um, if you look at the assists, the top four players this season with assists are all City players. Kevin De Bruyne, Leroy Sané, David Silva, Raheem Sterling with like 16, 15, and 11 assists. Most points so. in the league as well, ever. Yeah, I think yeah they they broke a lot of records this year, and I think it's going to be really hard for future teams to kind of do what they did. Uh, I think Barcelona even were close to being the Invincibles again this year, but they lost their last game or like close to last game, mm-hmm. like last week or something. So yeah, you'd expect them to be get even stronger next season, especially if they add to the to that squad, which is you know it's kind of hard to see. What they can add to, yeah. I mean, but it, it is Premier League. A lot of stuff can change. We saw Chelsea do really well. Actually, Chelsea, I think, broke or almost broke the record last year with their ninety-three points ending the season. And look at them this year. They played like shit. Like they started off really well, and then I don't know what the hell happened. And most shots, I mean, none other than Harry Kane, one hundred eighty-four, and then Mo Salah, surprisingly, one hundred forty-four. That's way less shots than Harry Kane, but. Just a few more goals. I think he's, what, 32 and Harry Kane had like 30 goals? 29? I forgot what we already said. But I think it's 30. He got the 30 yeah. mark, yeah. And right after that is like Christian Eriksen with like 97. So it's a huge gap. And Harry Kane just like takes those shots. He's he's an unbelievable striker. He was probably striker of the year last season. Yeah, he, he had won the Golden Boot two times in a row. So Yeah, and uh, in terms of Golden Glove, De Gea, what a beast. Kept 18 clean sheets. I think the most clean sheets this entire season. First time he's won it. Really? Yeah, surprisingly. Oh, I figured he'd win it like previous seasons. But in terms of most saves, it was like all Jack Butland from Stoke. I mean, they got relegated. So I think Stoke had one of the highest like goal differences. That's probably why, because their defense sucks. And like Butland just got a shit ton of shots like taken on him. And right after that, I mean, Fabianski, they got relegated. Swansea, he had 137, so... Yeah, I'm going to be sad to see uh, Fabianski go because he's just such a reliable fantasy player. Right. I mean, think about the other Premier League teams that are have that are going to try to look for like better keepers. They're probably going to get Fabianski. But yeah, that's it for like general stats for I guess postseason. But we do want to note and like I kind of summarize the whole like dream team from beginning to end of the season. And the top players that made the dream team are Salah. He made the dream team eleven times. Kane is after him. With like eight, and then Sterling, Son, David Silva, Alonso, Trippier, De Bruyne, Hazard, Ben Davies, Schindler, Pogba, Mares, Otamendi. I mean, the list goes on, but like those first 11 players, if you had those on your team every week, I'm pretty sure it's impossible because the price, but I think you'd get the most points because these guys have made it on the dream team the most. And I think the max number of times a player has gotten the most points in a week is probably Kane. But the max number of points is Mo Salah with 29. I think that's a record, too. Mo it Salah is. also broke the record for the most points in Fantasy Premier League, which, which is, I think, 303, which is nuts. I mean, you think about Suarez and, like, when Cristiano Ronaldo was, like, at Man U, like, all those, like, great players. 
and Mo Salah is uh, with the Kings now. He's the king of the Kings. Mohamed Salah. I guess what were some of the lessons that you took away from this season, just in terms of how, how your team performed? I think if you don't start off your team like right, or by right, I mean like getting the players that give your team most value, like the first like five game weeks, if not like 10, your team is going to suffer by the end of the season because you can't bring in those players. And like 0.2 or 0.3 million is going to make a huge difference. And I think that was my biggest mistake, even though I played like the whole season, like my chips, I think I played them really well. They gave me like huge advantages over other people, but my team value sucked. So just keep that in mind every season when you play. Team value matters a lot. And taking hits to increase team value to an extent is a huge advantage if you can find that balance. So that was the lesson I learned. What about you? Yeah, I think for me, um, I'm sort of one of these managers that doesn't like to load up on defense. And I felt like towards the beginning of the season, it probably would have been, in retrospect, a lot better for me to load up with more expensive defenders. I mean, there were a lot of goals this season, but I think... Especially by defenders. Yeah, I think over the course of the season, you know, a lot of the teams are more prone to to wear and tear, and it makes it harder for them to keep clean sheets across the season. And I, I just feel like the beginning of the season is, is really where you're more likely to pick up the most clean sheets. Yeah, and that's probably why you see a bunch of teams just drop out. Like, they turn into ghost teams, because they just, like, see that they're so far behind, their team value is so low that they just, like, give up. And maybe that is the right thing, because... If you stick with like team value like that or whatever, maybe it's a waste of time. Maybe you just want to enjoy FPL with your friends. So that's a different story. And I, I also think that uh, I guess one of the takeaways is like uh, the first game and the last game, those are the most unpredictable. Like anything can happen in those games. And it's like right. no matter what you do, there's nothing you can prepare for it. Especially the first game. Because I mean, who in their right mind would have thought that Higazi was going to keep a clean sheet and score? His first game with West Or that Leicester and Spurs were going to score nine goals in the last game of the season. Yeah, like there's no way. And I'm just like watching the game. I'm like, okay, can they like stop scoring? Because this is kind of... When you see that stuff happen in real life, you're just like, this was like Pro Evolution Soccer, like 2009 or like FIFA, like 10 or something. It's just when you just play, you pick Real Madrid and Barcelona and you just like non-stop start scoring goals. So actually, I think now that game is like among the top scoring games in like EPL history. I mean, I have nothing else to add to this section. We can just get into the like league info and whatnot. But just in order of the player names that I'm going to say right now, that's I'm just let's just let's just say the top eleven players that had the most FPL points, starting with Salah, Sterling, Kane, De Bruyne, Eriksen, Mares, Vardy, Firmino, Sané, Son, Aspilicueta. So now that we've covered all those stats, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back to talk about the league. Now we're fucking back to talk about the league. Finally. So, should we even do this by, like, ranks, or should we just say the first three people are top ten? I guess top ten matters the most. And then we can kind of talk about the relegated teams. Wijnaldum Leviosa, congrats on winning. It's been, I think, a tough battle with Spartans and Sudley United and Oz and myself. But, I mean, this guy was, like, relentless. Like, once he got to the top and passed, like, Sudley United... He did lose it again for, like, I think one game week, but he kept it for the end of the season. I think he's top, probably yeah, he top, probably game, top 9, 8K or something. I think he's game week 34. 
Well, I passed. I passed in the game with 34. So I was top by one one point. Oh yeah, you dethroned him for like a week. Yeah, and right. then he just had a better team setup than I did for the rest yeah. of the season. I think his team value is like hit like 104 mil plus, so mm-hmm. that helped him a lot. Um, yeah, but anyway, second place we have Spartans, and right after that you're in third. Unfortunately, I think that was the last game week put you to third place. Yeah, yeah uh, Spartans actually used a lot of his like chips like towards the end of the season, like the last three game weeks. Like bench boost, wild card, and triple captain all the last three game weeks. I think that's a really smart move. But it's also based on the fact that not a lot happened in, I think, the first double game week. A lot of people triple captain Kane, so that was kind of a waste. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of the... I mean, if we talk about chips for just a second, but, like, I kind of wish, like, fantasy, like, most managers, they save all the chips until the end of the season. I I just kind of wish, like, they could find a way to maybe give managers a little more incentive to play those across the entire season as opposed to, you know, just just waiting all Right, all I mean, because a big part of that is the double game week. So, like, they have the FA Cup and the EFL Cup and Champions League, yeah. like, interfering. So it's just because of that format, it makes it a little bit harder. So maybe they could add a chip. Yeah, maybe, like, uh, I guess it, chips for the, the first half of the season and the second half of the season, I think, would yeah, be... Yeah, just like a wild card. Yeah, pretty awesome, but... Yeah, so in fourth place, I come right after you. And then Gregor United is after that. Sully United fell to sixth place. That's really sad. Unfortunate for him, but it was a good run, buddy. I would shake your hand now if I could. Claw for the cop right after that. And then show me the Mane, who I think was like at 18th place at some point. Finished in eighth. Right after that is IDFC, ninth. And then Elzami, 99, 10th place. I think Legendary at some point in the season got two points. In like one game week. That's that's actually really impressive. That's really impressive. Yeah. You like I think that was in the game week that only had like four games or something. Yeah, so let's uh let's finally talk about the prizes. Uh we did mention first place is gonna get a jersey of um the winner's choice. So why not love you if you're out there, send us an email, uh let us know what preference you have. Uh I think we wanna keep it in the Premier League, so so I guess uh, get a jersey of your choice from any team in Premier League. And uh, Are we talking like the, the new jerseys? No, not next season because I think a lot of them aren't even out yet. But like you have Liverpool, yeah, that jersey's out. But no, let's not enter, let's not entertain that idea. Um, the second prize was going to be for the uh, manager who got the most game week wins, and that is uh, yourself. Oh, oh hell yeah. Yeah, I think you got seven game week wins, which is really impressive because at some point – yeah, because you only started winning them. You won two in a row, like midseason, and then you just bunched three or four up towards the end of the season, and you just like ruined it for everyone else. I think because right after that is like four game week wins for IDFC and myself, and that was the closest anyone was ever going to get to you. Oh, that's actually pretty surprising. Yeah, like, so I, I would have thought that uh, that Wildem Leviosa would have would have had more more game week wins, but. Yeah, no, I think he ended up maybe with like two or three, surprisingly. But there is no direct correlation with like winning the league and having the most game week wins because it's yeah, all based true. on... Because you can win a game week by one point and like your team is doing shitty. Yeah, so second place prize... Well, I guess not second place prize. Whoever won the most game weeks. Prize was going to be a hoodie of your favorite team. Premier League restricted, I guess. But since you won that, I mean, you can just take it. Oh really? Yeah, you already have one. We're, we're not going to give it away. No, I mean you won, so it's it's only fair. All right, all right. Yeah. So there's two prizes left, two random prizes. 
Uh, one for a player who's been in the league for more than 32 game weeks and one for a player who's just been in the league. So you could have, I guess, actually joined the league in the last like five game weeks and got a chance to win this prize. But we're not going to announce what those prizes are. You'll find out when you get them. On our website. No, not on the website. <laughs> um, when you, It's just going to be a, a surprise. Uh, I guess the, the last time we gave out prizes was um, Man City coasters that I think uh, – I forgot who the winner was, but it was just a set of glass coasters, like really nice, and just sent it to him. He had no idea what to expect, but he got uh, Man City coasters. The reason it was Man City is because they were winning the league at the time, and they're still winning the league. They won. So let's choose the winners. Let's do RNG like last time. Okay, so Oz is going to do the draws for us. We're going to do twice in a row, so we're going to choose a number it's actually on Google. If you just Google RNG, you can put the settings. We just put 1 to 20, and you just hit choose. So whoever is going to be in that place, like coinciding with that number, is going to win. So uh, let's do it, Oz. First one. Sixth place gets a prize. Who's sixth place? Studley United. Studley United. Wow, got a consolation prize, I guess. Wait, anything. didn't you win the first one? No, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I can't remember who it was, but it definitely wasn't Studley United. All right, so second one. Eighth place. Wow, these are actually really close. I have no idea who is. Uh, show me the money. So, Sudley United, show me the money. You guys won the RNG prizes. Email us with your information. We'll send you the prizes, your addresses. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. We will find you. And, <laughs> and we, we will, will give you. you the prize. <laughs> yeah. No, just regular mail is fine, I think. But yeah, just shoot us an email. Let us know at FEL Talk Podcast. Actually, that's Twitter. FBLTalkPodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll exchange info and send you the prize. So, congrats to the winners. Congrats to Wijnaldum Leviosa. Congrats to the United. Congrats to us. And congrats to uh, Show Me the Money. All right. And with that, I think it's time to end the, end the season. Yeah. I mean, it's been a great long run and actually a super long season. Uh, a lot of work has been put into this. And, yeah, it's uh, time to conclude. So, if we do have a next season, you guys will find out about it. We'll have like a maybe early preseason podcast. What are you, you going to do? What do you mean, what am I going to do? With all the free time. I don't know, man. Without FPL, what am I going to do with my life? There's only so much shit to do. Fortnite. That's, Fortnite's great, great investment. We'll see what happens. But yeah, take care and until next time. Bye-bye.